All right. So welcome back to the We Need to Talk Club podcast. We are still in our Girlfriends Talking Girlfriends season and we series and we are on season three, episodes four and five. Let's introduce ourselves, ladies. My name is Tamaya. I'm one of your hostesses of the day. Um, please down south of the country, please introduce yourself, madam. What's up? What's up? What's up? Prima. Your favorite. <laughs> oh, ah, oh, coming in hot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, please introduce yourself in South Jersey. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> well, hello there. It's Talisa from the South Jerseys. Hello, Talisa. And last but not least, please introduce yourself, Miss West Coast. Hello, this is Esther, and I'm looking forward to discussing this with you. Let's get on that fun ride. All right, let's do this thing. So, ladies, we had our episode four, which was um, one of my favorite episodes that I remember um, from when I first saw this back in my teenage years. Um, and I really, it was it was strong because I only actually remember one aspect of this whole episode. Apparently Joan meets an actor in this episode. This isn't my favorite part. So I'm doing it first. Um, just like, you know, on your plate, eat your veggies first if you don't like them and then leave the steak for the last. That's just my personal thing. Anyway, so um, Joan meets an actor in this episode. Really cute actor. I really like this actor, actually. Um, they, uh, she, 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 is definitely an enemies to lovers kind of girl and which she fights with him and then they end up dating. But she also finds out that this actor whose name is Ellis ends up literally acting and pretending through their first date, even like reciting his own script, which, which they find out because he gave her a copy of the script. Number one, sir, <laughs> if you wanna pretend and lie and read the script to her as if it's your own thoughts, why then give her the script? I'm just, that's just one little nitpick thing of me. Just, you think she's not going to read it? You said well, you're trying to impress the girl. <laughs> and then, and then you give her the script. You obviously know she's an impressive, smart lady. <laughs> well, I think even, it's, here's the thing, right? If she didn't read it like soonish, right? Within like a couple of days of him giving it to her. I feel like at one point she either will beat it or she'll hear about it, right? From him. From the movie. Getting, yeah, because if you date, movie. she goes so to the movie. Like you're starting a relationship on a foundation of lies for nothing. For nothing. And 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 it's and listeners, it's one of those things where in relationship, right? Like things like that, because they're so in inconspicuous really shakes that foundation you know if you have like years in because I'm like if you decided to lie about something so small so so small what else right have you lied to me about in all those years and all those months and I'm sorry like I will if I have if I am to stay with that person like I will always be always like be a little bit unsettled with you which is a great point which led me to my question what did you guys think of joan's reaction did you think she overreacted when he was asking for another chance or do you think she acted quite right when she was like no just no i'm not dealing with that and left his behind 
I think Esther thinks she acted quite right. I don't think <laughs> overreacted because like dating is scary. And then so when you feel like like mm. it, feel like it was something that was off, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to that. Yeah. Especially there's so many weird people in the world. Like you know, you shouldn't have to deal with certain things. Right. And if they if you're lucky enough for them to show you who they are, what 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 we do, Lisa? If if <laughs> what's my Angelo? If someone shows you who they who are. They are. Believe it. Believe them. So I mean, it's like, if you're lucky enough to learn in the beginning so you don't have to go down that road, then it's probably wise to walk away. What do you think, Lisa? I think she acted appropriately, but I think that's in the scope of this is Joan. Joan mm. desperate. So it made me feel that much more better that she did that. That much more better. Right. Terrible we'll allow it. We'll allow it. <laughs> because you we're we we're so used to seeing her like just dismiss all the red flags mm. to get her man. So for for her to take that step back and be like, no, 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 I was like, all right, all right, girl, okay, okay. True, and like it literally showed growth in Joan, which is excellent. Um, I think as well. Now, what do you guys think about after his you know apology? Um, attempt to talk about why he did it, all this other stuff. And then finally, he actually shows up to her house as a lobster dancer mm-hmm. to serenade her back into giving him a second chance. Do you feel like, I felt like, I felt like personally, you know, and it's all right if y'all get on me, I felt like, all right, that I felt like that was good. You embarrassed you yourself. Sam- no, you, okay. you humbled <laughs> yourself. You embarrassed yourself. You know what I mean? Like, and you yeah. were real, like way too real even um, at that point. I like that she gave him another, I like that he fought for her. Mm. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Like I'm willing to keep giving Ellis a chance after that aspect. You guys, your thoughts before we move on to the next part of this episode? I, Go ahead. I feel like for me, like it, I think on one in one way, right? It we will I would have to have had like some sort of like connection with them. And it could be as simple as like a physical connection with that person to want to like keep going. Because like I said, the fact that it was we this was our first date, really, and to learn that something that I thought was so beautiful that was actually me learning about him and his thought process was Mm -hmm. a complete and utter lie Mm -hmm. would like like I don't know if I would want to keep going gotcha and I couldn't blame you either especially when you explained it like that what about you guys (laughs) Kima Lisa (laughs) I'm a bit uncomfortable because it would would make me have a guard up and I just met you like as you said like I don't have any that many deep feelings about you i just met you so your first impression is everything mm-hmm. and that up i mean what else do we have well all right lisa come on you left me hanging out here somebody gotta be on my side <laughs> uh, well, okay so no okay so i don't like ellis from the jump because i you that's too many emotions I barely know you and you done put me on a roller coaster. At first we beefing. Now I'm liking. And then I find out you lying. Mm, mm, this, I'm just signing 
myself up for ah, no ah, yes well i guess we gotta double check my relationship in my marriage maybe i gotta look deeper <laughs> <laughs> moving on now that i've been um set apart um, also this episode my stake the most memorable part of this episode um william discovers that his sister is a lesbian and not only is she a lesbian who came comes out to him but she's a lesbian who is looking to see if she can use william's sperm for her um for her and her partner's child to come their, their child planning um guys i remember this episode Mm -hmm. I feel like I always do. I feel like everyone always remembers William and sorry to say something in the future. Nephew son. His nephew son. His nephew, nephew son. son. <laughs> the reason why I call my nephew my nephew son. Nephew son. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, um, wow. Like just, I truly love this guy. Uh, I'm Randy It was Jackson. fascinating to me. I remember, I think, was this my first introduction? I'm trying to think into i can't think it's my first introduction maybe it's my first memorable introduction through entertainment media about the lgbtq community and it wasn't really much because you don't we don't get to meet the sister or delve into that quite as much outside of you know william's attraction like many um cisgender men's attraction to lesbian women you know <laughs> yeah and the possibility of a threesome or what have you you know very shallow kind of mindset but it might be one of my first thoughts or, uh, or recollections of of being quote unquote introduced to that community and being like, wow, ah, what questions to ask? What questions to ask? I want to know from you guys, what were your thoughts? If, if you even remember your old thoughts, I remember, I can't tell if I was like, wait, she wants to use this sperm? But I have a question. Oh. Her egg or the girlfriend egg? The girlfriend's egg that way that they can both be related yeah. uh have their genes in their child because it would be the girlfriend's um you know obviously her genetics would be she's the one carrying the child etc she's the works as the egg and then because william is the sister's brother essentially using his sperm could allow her genes and genetic code to also yeah. be in the baby i feel like now like since i feel like it was a thought it was like a big conversation when it happened like what would you do you know I mean, it was like a big thing i remember thinking about or my parents talking about after the episode aired what year did that come out because i'm not sure i thought it was wild i was like ha 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 wow and the fact it was it was turmoil, different and the turmoil he was going through like what <laughs> right 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 like should i did I? you know it was like it was so interesting. And then later on, well, that's the future. We won't bring that up. But yeah, it was so interesting. But his thought, his question that he actually did say in his episode, I don't know how I feel about, you know, bringing a child into this world that I'm, I won't be fathering myself. It's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Come on, girls, give me something. What's y'all thoughts when you heard the episode? When you saw it, we'll, we'll do something. I, I don't, I don't remember how I felt when I first saw it. You know, when it was airing. Okay, but, so what about now? But now, I think I loved how 
it wasn't the main um storyline and perhaps some people might disagree with me but i love that like because it was treated as a secondary storyline that it really normalized it you know that it wasn't like you know that his you know kind of like the story really became about you know him um you know having to go through the hurdles of providing a sperm sample mm-hmm. that was the like kind of the commit the cop the comedy of it all right yes, yes. and it wasn't like we didn't dwell on you know his sister being a lesbian and like what does that mean all of those stuff you know what i mean like it it it, it there was enough levity where it was like oh my gosh like how did I not know my sister was a lesbian and what does that mean for me going forward and you know my outlook on lesbians like will change going forward but you know I still love her and I do want to be like you know I don't have a nephew son you know (laughs) like I love that and again like like, it normalized it yeah, it really did. It really did. It was great. I really appreciated it. I wonder, I think I just wow. <laughs> it's different from us. I couldn't even ask you all, you know, would we even be willing? Because it's a whole new prospect for us. It's not just sending off a sample as much as actually carrying the child option. Mm-hmm. You know, an hour and out what what was that? What'd you say, Lisa? No, I just said, mm-hmm, but you carrying so for dime yeah. one. Yeah, it's a whole nother aspect, right? It's a whole nother aspect. It's like, oh, I can't just send my situation off. I got to be the carrier. Hey, I, lo- I love you, brother. But, uh, uh, See, for me, I, I would love that because I'm, really? done having, I'm done having kids for myself. Like, you know, not <laughs> the way we are, you know, knock on wood, like, you know, please God, like, that's it for us. But I love being pregnant. Oh, man. So I would really welcome it. You know, it's interesting to me because I definitely had the consideration for my cousin at one point. Um, for you all, and I won't say the name, but my cousin, you all know who uh, got married recently. We had talks years ago when she was just like, I don't know if I'm gonna be carrying nothing. So I need to know if you'll be down. And I actually was like, you know what? I think I would be. I think I would be. And also, I have actually donated at my eggs before. So, could be some people out there, little me's that I don't even know. So, I guess I would definitely be for it. Interesting, though, to carry, though. I mean, for my cousin was one thing, but I'm wondering, like, so I guess I could do it for my cousin. I could do it for my brother, like, if he decided to go that route and needed a body, you know, <laughs> the equation. I suppose so. Mm. Oh gosh, though I need oh I would want things though like I need to be taken out almost every week to dinner. <laughs> I would definitely be um, no, you know I'd be milking that bad boy. You know I, I definitely would. Zero out of ten, I recommend. What'd you say? But I hate pregnant. <laughs> oh yeah, girl, you had some rough pregnancies, but you're going for number three soon. Yeah, I am. I mean, jeez, man. See, I mean, and, I, I, you know, and I was moment even, like this, when you're not welcome second. somebody, like, you know, doing the work for you? <laughs> oh, well, no, I, I mean, I'll, I'll take, I'll carry it, but, like, I, 
<laughs> I don't enjoy like because I'll just be throwing up every second, like every second. Like if I don't have the medication, I just vomit, vomit on myself, vomit on the floor, vomit, vomit, vomit. Who wants to vomit all day? Nobody. That's been enough to shut me down, but it's not for you, friends. I think you out there. You be in there. You be willing. Yeah, no, no. Oh, no. Nope. Not outside of your own. (laughs) Shut that down real quick. Well, yeah, I loved it. I agree. It was very funny. It was very light. It was very normalized. And it just made us love William just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, So the next part of this conversation is episode five. And episode five, uh, it's fascinating. Two things happen. Our main storyline is we always talk about Lynn Moochin and being forced into work. Now her parents have officially forced her into work. They forced her into responsibility because they are suffering. Their credit is suffering because of a default. The alone she's defaulted on, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she is being pushed into the real workforce, not just the side job, so she can continue mooching off her friends, but an actual, factual sit-down desk job situation, and it's funny that Lynn is actually the one because in the end her parents tell her you know you don't have to we'll figure it out and Lynn's the one who's like nah look y'all y'all always supported this kind of quit mindset and so I'm gonna need you to turn that around because I need to do better and I don't want to quit for once in my life a thought um what do you guys think about I've always had that trouble in my head especially because I'm like a I, I would call myself a serial quitter about certain things <laughs> myself of well can do I we encourage the quitting you know for doing something you want and love to do do we encourage people to let stuff go if it's not it for you to find it or do you encourage people to you know stick with it because you don't know if you just allow yourself to quit easy it's always been a very um interesting thought process for me so what do you guys think for me so again when I first watch this right I definitely was on the side of Lynn for a bit where I'm like hey you know as a parent um like let me be me and you know as long as I'm not doing anything harmful or you know outlandish like be supportive um now that I'm a parent it's (laughs) it's more nuanced because it's like it's, it's at the core of parenting. And I don't think you'll we'll yes. ever get it right because yes. you, as a parent, you, you wanna you wanna be that, I, okay, let me rephrase. I wanna be um, that safe space for my kids, mm-hmm. no matter what, like financially, emotionally, all of those, like I wanna be, you know, that comfort, that, you know, place where if, everything else that they're doing just feels wrong. Like they can come back to me and I could try to make it better. Mm. But on the other hand, right, you want to raise independent, like, you know, just like, yeah, independent, uh, like uh, people who can make their way out in the world and, 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 and feel a sense of accomplishment and pride on who they are and what they're accomplishing right and 
to totally do that, agree. sometimes it means closing that door. Yes, that's freaking <laughs> hard. It was, yeah. So I see you can again. I feel like I love those actors. Like they play it really well. Like you can see, like they clearly, really, really love Lynn. Like they love that girl, right? But it's it's getting to the point where, right? Like it her decisions are negatively impacting their retirement, their lives, their dreams, yeah. their, you know, like plans for themselves. Right. And, and it's like, what, like, how do you, it's come back to like, you know, our first talk earlier, and I urge you listeners to listen to it. It's like, you know, about setting up boundaries because when you've never set up boundaries with, you know, in with any relationships that you have either kids partner you know whatever work when you've never set up boundaries and you finally do because right you can never you can not keep giving and giving when you do that first step the people on the other end are going to see this as a threat as an insult because you've never done that this is out Mm -hmm. of your character quote unquote yes um and that is why it is super important to set up boundaries early on and often so that you we both know like we we can both, both know where the line is damn it where the line is <laughs> and work around it and and have it'll actually lead to healthier relationships i think a lot of times we don't because we want to quote unquote be nice and and not rock the boat and preserve but the relationship we that, have right you end up hurting yourself and suffocating yourself and usually it comes out as you quote unquote exploding and doing things out of character to others mm-hmm. and then you create this whole brouhaha of like you know misunderstanding and hurt feelings yeah. but setting boundaries actually allow you to discuss you know clearly this is what I can do for you. This is what I cannot do for you. And here it is. And respect that. And respect that. And you then come to me and say, okay, this is what I can, you know, I'm, I'm okay with, or this is what I would like from you. Can that happen? And then you have that honest conversation like Lynn, right? When her parents were like, okay, like we need you to start paying back your loan. Well, what did it do? She like got herself a job. She finally found that motivation, that right. that reason to right. get herself a job and start like just and even found the motivation to ask them to set the boundaries and stick to their own boundaries because yeah. she will take advantage of like the fact that she was was humble enough to be like, I'll take advantage of this if you continue to give me an out. So stop it. And not if that, that's not what you really like want. It stop allowed it. her to <clears throat> allow her to like finally grow in that area. Yeah. That's what I said about like setting up boundaries. We in season three, y'all. Everyone. Season three. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts, um, Lisa Kima? Because it could be as simple as, especially now again, as parents, my kids in a sport. You know, little league. He likes it some days. Some days he don't. Do I like, oh, you don't feel like it? Great. Okay. For, you know, how far does that go? Or do I push him to like, you started this, finish this, or what have you? Obviously, he's three. I started this. But the point is still, go ahead, Lisa, go. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You want to, you don't want to set the wrong template 
for him to, you know, there it is. his whole life off of. Because um, a lot of people who have some horror stories who like, I didn't want to do it, but he made me do it. Yes. <laughs> and then 20 years later, they're still doing ballet and they wanted to do something totally opposite. Right. Um, or, you know, they're Michael Jackson who hates their father for his success. Or they're Janet Jackson who loves the father for pushing. Yeah. And every child's different, literally. Mm-hmm. Every child. Um, I would like to say, my, I love the mama. The mama was an OG, triple OG. <laughs> she was like, what? <laughs> I, I appreciate her life. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I do like Lynn stepping up. But I'm like, dang, girl, you don't like that that whole the whole but i mean that goes along with her free spirit because my pride wouldn't allow me to be like hey can i live with you can i live with you i mm-hmm. need food hey you got food like that that none of that bothered her so no. now we finally know the string that pulls at her heart to be like ah i really gotta like pony up and um you know do this adulting thing so right. i mean yay for her but like dang girl that's like how but but that's how she's cut that's how she is um and she's you know that's that's just how it is and her parents are super supportive which is cool but i'm glad that they you know laid down the law and gave her a boundary to abide by so um and with some people you're gonna have to do that they probably they're the they're probably the same way with their other daughters the other kids but lynch just different and that just speaks to you can parent this you, you can parent your whole household the same way, but children are different. People are different. Mm-hmm. The so, same way children need different learning styles in the school systems and not to be forced in one way, which is a whole nother conversation we can get to another time. Yeah. It's the same way your children need to be treated as humans and individuals mm-hmm. in a household. Everyone don't learn, you know, some people are auditory learners, some people are visual learners, some people, you know, uh, they have to feel it and do it and actively, you know, it's a whole world out there. And we keep trying to, you know, cut everybody from the same cloth and it's not how it goes. No, because you could tell one child like, oh, you don't feel like doing this activity, baseball, soccer, ballet or whatever. And you could be teaching that child like boundaries. Okay, I don't feel like this. So I'm comfortable with saying no, I don't feel like doing this. I, this is something that I was interested in, but I'm no longer interested in. That could be right. one. Or it could be like, I'm done with this, moving on to next. I'm done with this, moving on to And then they're a serial like quitter versus exactly. Like, well, oh, you ain't had to say it like that because you know I just said I'm a serial quitter. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's the psyche that goes along with it. Are you doing it because it no longer serves you or just right. because it got too difficult and you know you don't want to push through that wall and you want to find something else that feels good for a little bit until it doesn't feel good for a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. Things to think about. What about you, Kima? Yeah, I feel like it goes into kind of like the parent-child unconditional love thing. because right. how much support is too much support, if that's yeah, even a thing. It was like, it was like she, she would allow Joan and everybody else, all her other friends, to take care of her for as long as, until they said no. But mm-hmm. once her parents put a boundary down, she, she recognized I'm hurting my mom and dad. Or like mm-hmm. something that I'm doing is affecting them. And that and like when you love somebody so much like especially like a parent you don't you don't want to do anything to hurt them if if you realize it and then right. and then also even like the parents how they were almost about to change their mind like no 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 like because 
they didn't want to hurt her. Right. Right. So, yeah, like I'm, I, and I would also be a pusher to a certain extent. Like I've, I'm never going to push my kids to do anything they don't want to do. But I always said that I'm going to allow them to try a lot of things. But once I know that there's something that they actually enjoy or that they're good at, I might, that's when I might push like, Hey, cause, cause I always said that I just want them to do their best. Right. So if, if, if I know that you like this or you're good at this, I'm going to push you to be your best at that. Cause my, my rule is you, you got to do at least something. Yeah. One thing, something and just I'll probably be the type to do like a time limit. Like you got, if you start yeah. this, you got to give it a month or something like that to really see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If this is something that, you know, if it was just a bad day, then you at least have the rest of the month to figure out if this is something you want to do or not. Yeah. Cause um, I'm, I'm pretty open. I'm pretty, a lot of, whatever you want, but as long as you're good at it. Shoot. Right. Uh, I, don't, I don't want nobody. I, I don't want you to like suck. I think. <laughs> but what if they enjoy themselves while sucking? Well, uh, while sucking at whatever they, they're doing. I, I mean, mean, if they want to keep doing like, it and suck at it, you know. know. Yeah, like if you're gonna work at it, and I see it ain't going around, I I try and like push you like maybe you can try something else, My parents kept showing up to them basketball games. We all know that didn't work out. I'll tell that story <laughs> for another time. But yeah, they I mean, kept coming. They kept so, coming. Yeah, I guess. I think you I'm better keep going, going Kima. Huh. That's why I'm gonna just make them try everything. You you at least gotta try just like food. Just try it. Try just it. like food, right? Lisa just try said it. how she has her nieces taste it and try it. That's the yeah. thing. All right. So our last topic of the day, um, which isn't going to be long because it was the secondary topic of the episode, was Maya lying to her own mother about her separation with Darnell. Mm-hmm. Didn't know this girl is really, you know, I mean, but it's, it's also life. Like I can say she's dragging this out in so many different ways, but it's also life. Like it's a struggle and something that you're so used to, especially since you were a teenager, your whole world is upside down. So how do you let people, close people in your life know, you know, that this traumatic thing is happening? <laughs> I feel like you messed it up. If it was like, if, if it's like um, a clear cut, real, real, we're definitely 100% separating, then, then I feel like she, she shouldn't hide it. But if you're still figuring things out, I don't see a problem in not hide, hiding it, but just not saying anything about it. So here's my question to you all. Um, mothers, um, at least mine, it'd be in your business. Um, who you tell? It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to lie out here to these moms out here. Yeah. I noticed one time that I, I I chose to stop lying. I've skipped a look, you know, skipped up a look, tripped up a couple times since. But I chose to stop lying a teenager because it was just way too stressful. Like it used to actually make my stomach hurt. Um, yeah, but there's a difference but, between. But that now what I do is I try to omit the information. Right, you don't tell. Yeah, you just try yeah. To try to talk around it, but. They be, they be knowing. They be knowing when you talk yeah. around it too, yes? Is it just or me? Just, Is it just mine? Well, no, like you say, hey, how's everything going? It's going good. It's fine. Just use your small words. Don't don't say. <laughs> like, yeah, we're good. But I think it's use a little small words, harder, right? right? When it's about um, a topic that's so much part of the 
small talk, right? For example, I might not want to talk to my mother about, I don't know, me having a car accident, for example. I don't know, something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to like worry her. But it will be hard for me to like keep going for yes. a long time if I yes. was separated from my husband because it's just she'll be like, oh, where's you know, where's your husband? How is he? How is he doing? See, like, you know, can I say hello? Like <laughs> I, and the thing with me is I can't even say, oh, just a car accident and not do it to worry because like a month from there, I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm going to this insurance thing um, about this thing, so I'll be back. And like, wait, wait, what do you mean insurance? Oh, you know, my car insurance, I had to talk to him about, what do you mean you had to talk to you about your car insurance? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. You know, or, oh, I'll call you right back, Ma, I got, I got this doctor's appointment for my, um, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. no, I would trip over it because it's never one thing. And you're always going to refer back to it if you're an honest individual, especially if you talk all the time. Yeah, but I, in a marriage, like you you're not supposed to tell all your business anyway. You're like, oh, trust me, I'll be trying not to. But if yeah, it really but like, affects me, like if something's happening, I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. She would literally. Yeah. Be like, I've had times where I've walked away to talk to Phil outside for an hour. I come back in, she's like, y'all all right? I'm like, yeah, we good. Or just she's like, like, we're working sure? through something now. You sure you all right? Because your energy ain't right. <laughs> What'd you say, Kima? Just say, say, you know, we're working through something right now because they're married. They have to understand. They've been in relationships like just you don't you can also make that a boundary as well. That is something I, I need to work on. That's something I need though, to work on because between, she be she be questioning. So that's something I need yeah. to work on. Well, I think for me, like there's a difference between like not talking about the particulars versus not disclosing something. Because well, for me, like I'm like you, Kima, right? Like I don't go into like the specific details of you know what's going on right but at the end of the day she's my mother we talk we have a good relationship so like um I will share things like you know oh like you know um good things right like oh yeah. he got a new job or he got a promotion or we're thinking of doing this stuff you know for our future like things like that that I feel like are good topics of conversation you're not getting into like you know the super private part of your relationship but at the same token I think I don't know if it's the same for you all but like I think our loved ones the ones that we talk to friends family kind of can sense when things you know where we're a little bit off right and yeah. so that's where they'll be like oh like are, are things okay what's going on and that's where you might start lying like Maya <laughs> and being too <laughs> outlandish because you, it's clearly weighing on you and you are maybe you don't intend to but your demeanor does change and people do pick up on that yeah but you don't have to necessarily lie you could say we're going we're going through a little bit but it'll be okay but you also have to know especially if someone's all in your business if I mean if you can trust for them not to say anything That'll be fine. But like, also, I know my mom can't hold water. So I'm not going to, there are certain things I'm not going to talk to my mom about. I might talk to somebody else about. But I also say like, a separation is not always permanent. So like, if we're going through something and there's a possibility of us getting back together, I'm not going to necessarily say anything. But I mean, I can let you know, hey, we're working through something. But, but I don't feel like that's omitting anything. I just feel like, that's protecting because let's say you 
you start telling all this stuff and then it gets fixed they would still harbor emotions even though i did was, learn that as a teenager I, and a young adult in college yeah don't tell them all your business because even though they say you oh, might be over it but they ain't over it they'll still harbor those emotions like that son of a god ain't nothing <laughs> so like i was always told like don't always tell your business i mean you can say how you're feeling but you i i just don't say everything well i like a lot i don't say a lot <laughs> fair enough all right any last thoughts no okay thank you thank you all for yet again another girlfriend talking girlfriend series episode i had a great time I feel like a lot of good things were th talked about a lot of good discussions were had make sure you go back to listen to our mini topic um about boundaries Okay, my baby is done on that potty, so let me shut this down. Please remember to follow us, review us, support us on all your podcast listening platforms. Always be heard, and until we need to talk again, bye. Bye. bye.